0: As cases of COVID-19 increase across the country, school districts are reconsidering their reopening plans. Many of the nation's largest districts plan to start the new school year online. Others are offering hybrid models, while some are determined to provide in-person instruction five days a week. This creates a host of challenges for working parents, especially as businesses reopen and recall their workers. Today, we'll talk through how employers can support working parents during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is Jim Duffy. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. As business owners and managers of people, we appreciate all you're doing to help keep your employees, your customers, and your family safe. Joining me today is Meryl Guterman. Meryl works as counsel for ADP. Meryl, thanks again for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me, Jim.
0: Meryl, there are some unique issues surrounding the reality of families with children starting the school year, either fully or partially online. What happens if employees need to be home with their children as the school year starts?
1: Yeah, the start of the school year is unique and will look like no other back to school season. Employees need to continue juggling working, often from home with their children's varied and alternative learning scenarios. And employees are struggling with how they're going to manage child care responsibilities with hybrid models and distance learning and wondering if they'll be able to take leave to care for their kids. And the answer to that question depends on a number of factors including where the employee lives, who their employer is, the employer's size and what the employer's policies are and whether the employees already taken leave allowed for under various laws.
0: Can you talk a bit please about some of these leave laws?
1: Sure. So, in the wake of COVID, several states and local jurisdictions passed emergency requirements for employers to offer paid leave to employees who were impacted by COVID-19. Also the federal government stepped in to require leave during COVID-19 as well. And then there are other laws that were already in play prior to COVID that were expanded and those laws like paid sick leave, family leave or all purpose leave also now offer coverage to situations that relate to COVID-19. So employees need to navigate which leave they're entitled to, and then work with their employer to figure out how best to arrange childcare and what leaves are available to them.
0: So if we may, let's start with the federal law. How can that law help employees who need to care for their children who will be starting school remotely?
1: Sure. So the Federal Families First Coronavirus Response Act, or the FFCRA, was enacted earlier this year, and as it relates to child care, under the FFCRA's emergency paid sick leave provision, an eligible employee can take up to 80 hours of paid sick leave when their child is not able to attend school because their school or their place of care is closed and the employee can't work or telework because of this. And then, under the FFCRA's Emergency Family Medical Leave Act, an eligible employee can take up to 12 weeks of job protected leave to care for a child if their school or their place of care has been closed or their child care provider is unavailable because of COVID. And in order to be eligible for this leave, an employee has to work for the employer for at least 30 calendar days prior to the leave.
0: So, the FFCRA says schools must be closed. Does remote learning count as a school closure for purposes of the FFCRA?
1: That's a great question, Jim. So, if the physical location where the child received instruction or care is actually closed, then the school or place of care is considered closed for purposes of FFCRA leave. And this is true, even if instruction is being provided online where the child is still expected to complete assignments. And the DOL has also clarified that if a school is open to some students, but not to the employee student because of COVID, then the school is still considered closed to that student who is unable to attend. So employees, that student may be eligible for FFCRA leave under that hybrid situation for the days where their student attends virtually and isn't allowed into the school. And in a situation like this, the employee may want to use FFCRA leave intermittently, but in order to do so, the DOL has said that the employer needs to agree to this intermittent leave. Um, But that position has recently been challenged Um, the requirement that the employer provide that approval. That's been challenged in court, and at least one court has ruled against the DOL's position. So because of this, and also to help your employees navigate their responsibilities, employers should really think about agreeing to intermittent leave wherever it's reasonable. But then if you have a school that is physically open and the employee elects not to send their child, then that employee might not be eligible for FFCRA leave because they had the option for their child to return to school in person. But if the employee had elected that virtual option because of their child's underlying health condition, for example, then that employee may be eligible for leave under a different law, under the traditional Federal Family and Medical Leave Act, or under an emergency paid sick leave law, if the child is subject to a quarantine order from a government or healthcare provider, or they may be eligible for leave under a state or local leave law.
0: Excellent. If an employee is entitled to the FFCRA leave, would that leave be paid or unpaid?
1: Well, if the employee is taking paid sick leave under the FFCRA for childcare reasons, then they're entitled to pay at two-thirds their regular rate of pay, which is capped at $200 per day and a total of $2,000. And if the employee is taking child care leave under the FFCRA's emergency family medical leave, then the first 10 days would be unpaid, but the employee would have the option to use any paid sick leave that they might have been entitled to or any accrued paid leave that they may have from an employer's policy, for example, during that period. And then after the first 10 days, employees are entitled to paid leave at two thirds, their regular rate for the number of hours the employee would have otherwise been scheduled to work. And that pay would be capped at $200 per day, up to a total amount of $10,000.
0: I see. What if an employer has two employees who are married? Will they each be entitled to 12 weeks of leave to care for the same child whose school is closed?
1: Well, the DOL has said that employees may take FFCRA leave to care for a child only when they need to and actually are caring for their child and they're unable to work or telework as a result. So if one parent is caring for the child and unable to work, then that parent would likely qualify for FFCRA leave and the other parent, doesn't need to take such leave since their co-parent is caring for their child wouldn't be entitled to FFCRA leave at the same time. But once the first parent goes back to work and is unable to care for the child, and if there's no other suitable individual such as a childcare provider that's available, then the second parent who can't now work and must care for the child, that second parent would likely be entitled to FFCRA leave. So, unless subsequent DOL guidance or rules indicate otherwise, employers may be required to provide up to 12 weeks of leave to each spouse if their child's school or daycare is closed. But also, don't forget that under some state and local laws, employees may be entitled to paid leave, even if there is another suitable person at home to watch the child. All
0: right. What if an employee has exhausted the available FFCRA leave before the 2020-2021 school year starts? Are there any other leave laws that may come into play?
1: Yes. So when an employee needs to take time off to care for their ill child or for a family, remember, um, paid sick leave or paid family leave may come into play. And also, just remember, this is an extraordinary time, so employers should really consider providing leave on a voluntary basis in order to help their employees balance work and personal responsibilities.
0: So, Merrill, among the states and local jurisdictions that require employers to provide paid sick leave, do any of them cover absences related to school closures?
1: Uh, Yes, many cover absences related to school closures that are ordered by health officials, and I would recommend employers check their state and local laws for details. And as I mentioned before, some jurisdictions have enacted new or expanded paid leave requirements in response to COVID-19. So in places like San Francisco, uh, Santa Rosa, San Jose, California, um, in Colorado, Michigan, New Jersey, Oregon, Philadelphia, just to name a few places, they have added or expanded protections for employees impacted by COVID-19 And they cover absences related to school closures.
0: So apart from leave, how else can employers support workers?
1: Well, employers have a few options to help parents meet their family's needs. Um, Employers can consider offering employees flexibility when it comes to when they'll perform their work, um, offering flex time arrangements or work from home arrangements. Employees may be able to build their hours around their children's school or daycare schedules, maybe The employee works early in the mornings and then takes an afternoon break to get their kids and then resumes work later in the evening.
0: So even before the pandemic, families struggled with work-life balance. Uh, Now working parents continue to struggle to make sure their kids are attending classes, completing their schoolwork and are cared for while meeting work demands. So how can employers step in to help?
1: Well, not every employee is gonna be able to send their children to school or hire a childcare provider. So what we're seeing now is a growing number of businesses that are partnering with organizations to offer employees subsidized backup childcare. And this helps employees during a lapse in normal childcare arrangements. And typically these programs offer a limited number of days per year and parents can typically have the option of center-based or in-home childcare. And right now we're seeing a lot of interest in that in-home childcare And some businesses are partnering with third-party providers to help their employees secure that in-home care option. Because some parents are worried, rightfully so, about sending their child to daycare during the pandemic. So with in-home care, the risk isn't eliminated, but it could definitely potentially limit a family's exposure.
0: So what about learning pods? I've actually read a few articles about them. It seems this concept is popping up around the country. Can you tell us anything about them?
1: Yeah, I've been reading about them also, and they're definitely growing in popularity. So a learning pod is is a small in-person learning group with an in-person tutor or teacher, and typically the group will gather outside of a parent's home to follow the school district's virtual curriculum. Um, Employers may want to leverage collaboration tools to help connect workers with these learning pod groups. Um, Also, workers might be able to refer sitters through these groups to help manage um, childcare.
0: All right. So realistically, offering childcare benefits won't be possible for every employer. What else can employers do?
1: I think that's true. I think the most important thing is to just be flexible. And I'm not just talking about working from home. Um, Flexibility goes beyond remote work and parents are juggling more responsibilities than ever and their schedules are reflecting that. Um, Some employers have implemented a policy that no meeting will start prior to 9.30 in the morning or end later than 4.30 in the afternoon. Um, Ultimately, flexible schedules can go a long way to maintaining a healthier work-life balance. So carefully assess what's best for your business and determine what jobs, if any, can be done effectively with a flexible schedule.
0: So, Meryl, you've shared a lot of great information with us today. Um, Do you have any additional or closing thoughts?
1: I would suggest reviewing your state law in full to really understand and determine the leaves that you may be entitled to um, and figure out what applies to your business. Um, And then also, once you figure that out, confirm that your company's policies are complying. And even in states without these requirements, consider providing voluntary leave to help your employees balance their work and personal responsibilities. And also just keep in mind that working parents are balancing two jobs under extraordinary circumstances. So any offer of a flexible work arrangement can help maintain that healthy work-life balance. So determine what makes sense for your business. And if you can adopt flexible scheduling and develop a written policy, that outlines your company's expectations, apply it consistently, and that can go a long way to helping your employees.
0: Excellent, Merrill, thank you. Uh, you've really shared some fantastic information with us today. I wanna thank all for listening to HRpreneur. For FAQs, state and local guidance, FFCRA details, and more, visit www.adp.com forward slash smallbizcovid19. Thanks again for joining us, be well.